Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Time of year, college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B L E A V. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, folks, this is Jeremy Evans, your host of the Believe in Sports Law podcast via the Believe Podcast Network. Today is Monday, March 14th, 2022. As always, thank you for being with us and making us the number one sports law podcast in the world. So we have a very special episode today uh, talking about the importance of the Apple TV plus major league baseball deal and what that means for streamers in general, uh, what that means for major league baseball. And we're going to kind of break some of that down, what that deal looks like. And since I originally wrote a column on this particular topic, uh, it came out that, uh, Apple Apple had essentially signed the deal with Major League Baseball, and it was worth around $600 million, uh, which was near the guess that we sort of had uh, as it would be closer to maybe the ESPN deal, depending on the range and how much was included, uh, which makes sense for, for Apple for a multitude of reasons, which we'll get into. But I guess let's just start off by saying this. Uh, the Apple deal uh, for Major League Baseball games is a huge deal. Uh, in, in terms of importance. And it does a few different things. I think number one, it places Apple at the forefront of streamers who are now looking to get into sports and to pay the massive amounts of rights, uh, uh, dollars that come for the rights that, uh, that you're looking to get from, uh, from live sports. And they're really one of the first platforms to do it um, outside of uh, essentially Amazon or Hulu. And those are a little bit different because Amazon is sort of in the business of um, not only distribution, but products and uh, was essentially a distribution company prior to becoming uh, and really having this sort of uh, Amazon Prime add-on when it comes to content. It was really at the beginning, maybe an, an added on as so it was an afterthought, but now it's really become a key centerpiece in the entertainment space uh, in terms of uh, originals, in terms of having a platform with, um, you know, a massive amounts of content. And of course now Amazon purchasing MGM. Netflix obviously is not involved in live sports at this point. And the rest of the streamers, Hulu, Peacock, uh, these other streamers, DAZN, they were either created as specifically for sports streaming or they had some connection to a broadcast network. So Hulu at one point was owned by Fox and Disney 
and NBC, I think jointly at like 30, uh, 33%, 33.3% each or something like that. And then eventually um, uh, Disney ended up purchasing the entire thing in the, in the purchase of Fox and then uh, sort of the fallout of that in terms of uh, Disney taking control. And they had some, uh, some hockey games on there for a while. I think some NBA games, YouTube has done it, but Apple is really the first streamer to purchase live sports rights, not being connected to a broadcast network and, and really just, um, you know, breaking into this space. And, and, and I think that, um, it's probably a sign of things to come. And I know we've been talking about this for a while. So, you know, Apple is also an interesting company because it's the first company in the history of the world to reach three, $3 trillion in market capitalization. Um, and now, of course, it's a live sports streamer with this deal with Major League Baseball. And the, the specifics of the deal are that they're going to, Apple's going to have Friday night doubleheaders on the platform. And there's going to be some additional sports related content and commentary shows that go with that. They're going to show some classic games, that sort of thing. Uh, again, it's not only Apple's first purchase of live sports rights. Uh, it is also the first major non-original program ac acquisition for Apple since the platform launched in November of 2019. You know, arguably, Apple's sort of strategy to this point has been originals, 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 right? Going after creating original content, being the production house, doing the studio work, all that. And they really stayed away from purchasing different shows. And obviously, they're they're doing shopping agreements and looking for content, right? But uh, I think this is really the first time that they've really gotten into a huge acquisition. And, you know, and their shows have been hits. Ted Lasso is an Emmy award-winning show, very popular. The Morning Show, very popular, award-winning. But sort of this idea of a sustainable big market library of assets on the streaming platform, not so much. And I think that um, uh, the proof of that is in the amount of subscribers the platform has. It, it sort of um, is on the lower end of the spectrum comparatively to, let's say, a Netflix or an Amazon or a Disney, which are in the 100, and, 100 plus, 200 million plus subscribers. Now, of course, they have a distinct advantage and they've been around possibly longer and they have more library of content. But uh, Apple is not any slouch in this space. They've created some great shows. I think adding Major League Baseball is going to be terrific. Uh, for them, particularly in the smaller bite-sized chunk. So um, we'll see how it plays out for them. I, I don't think this is the end for Apple. I think there's going to be uh, more purchases. Uh, there was a while back where I had sort of recommended that Apple look into maybe purchasing the Mad Men series. This is something that um, uh, that particular series was looking for a streamer, and I thought this is a perfect sort of uh, type of program for the show, a legacy sort of show, if you will. Uh, that did not happen, uh, but ultimately, I think Apple would probably still be looking for some of those types of deals. But look, Apple needs content to grow and compete. Uh, there's about 40 million current subscribers to Apple Plus, but there's 530 million and more subscribers to his music, uh, Apple's music, and other other services that they offer. I mean, the services part of Apple is a major part of its business. But again, Netflix and Amazon. Um, really trounce that number when it comes to they each have uh, 200 million subscribers and growing. And so uh, Apple has um, a lot of room for growth and they have that built-in 
um, sort of business model because they, they're, you know, essentially selling cell phones and laptops. So they already have the contact info, uh, the sort of um, the, the existing client base, if you will. And of course, because Apple uh, is a tech and commu computer and uh, mobile sort of phone company, um, it's already a major part of its business. So I think from that standpoint, they could really open up uh, that sort of database and and be offering uh, just almost in an automatic way. I mean, you get the updates on your phone. It says you know a new Apple you know show has dropped or what have you. You can obviously turn those notifications off. But if you haven't done that, you're going to get those updates. I mean, that's an automatic sort of free advertisement, if you will. And Apple is much like Amazon in that sense, and that they sort of have this built-in diversified company, where Apple does more than create cell phones. It does more than um, offer Apple TV Plus. If anything, Apple TV Plus is maybe one of its sort of lesser known or um, less uh, revenue making um, sort of aspects of its business. Amazon is in a similar boat. I mean, they probably lost some money from uh, building out the platform and, and now maybe starting to make some of that back. But uh, it really is a, a member benefit, if you will. And so again, Apple's in a prime position to compete, no pun intended. But, um, you know, again, I think uh, Apple, you know, with those 530 million subscribers, uh, with its sort of existing sort of uh, phone and sort of um, computer sort of base of clients with Apple Music, I think there's really some room for growth here. And of course, uh, Major League Baseball and Apple already have uh, multiple activations together. You talk about going to a ballpark, you have the app, that app, the MLB applications. These are things that are already on the Apple phone. Uh, they're probably on Android phones, Android phones as well. But I think in terms of just the sake of the argument with regard to this idea of Apple and MLB getting into business together, uh, there's already an existing sort of business structure there. Seamless technology across the country in baseball stadiums. Uh, this could really be um, a huge and is a huge opportunity for Apple. And with Apple's tech and sophistication, uh, I think that uh, obviously on Amazon Prime, you had the Thursday night football, right? Now they think they're going to have um, those are going to be uh, somewhat, I think they're going to be exclusive to Amazon Prime in terms of the streaming there for Thursday night football. But uh, going forward, but it is interesting because with Apple's technology, um, and not that Amazon doesn't have it with its web services and that sort of thing, but uh, and sort of Apple known for like its clean brand, its sophistication. Imagine what that could bring to the game of baseball, and and what that looks like as they stream those games. Uh, I, I clearly believe that Apple is not just going to throw something up on on its platform. It's going to do some special stuff. It'll bring in the best talent. I think that that was clear in what Apple did with Ted Lasso and with uh, the morning show. It is it brought in the best talent, said we might not have the content in terms of the library, but we can bring in um, the best talent to sort of see where it takes us. So again, I think Apple has this distinct sort of built-in advantage when it comes to uh, its tech, um, its power of its people, uh, the power of the company in itself in terms of um, you know, I think it's got 200 you know, billion dollars in, in cash and securities on hand, tradable securities. So again, they have, um, you know, really a, a terrific opportunity. Now, Major League Baseball, 
had recently signed some deals with Turner. Those were in the billion dollar range. Uh, the deal that Apple signed was more in the ESPN sort of range. ESPN essentially down, downsized its um, its existing sort of play with Major League Baseball, went down to about a five hundred million dollar range uh, from the billion range. And that's just where sort of ESPN's mindset is at, where their um, where their priorities are at. It's more in football. It's more in other sports. Uh, it's more in content. Um, and really how ESPN and maybe Disney can complement each other in that way, particularly with sports, uh, sports betting. But ultimately Apple signed for about a 600 million. And uh, again, it's two, two games per week on Friday night. So probably like an early, late early afternoon game on the West coast, and then maybe a later game uh, on the West coast for West coast timing anyway. So I guess it would probably be like a four, a 4 PM and 7 PM start. Uh, here on the West Coast, so uh, seven and ten for uh, the East, which obviously is um, shown to be somewhat troublesome uh, when it comes to West Coast games and, and folks on the East Coast uh, being up to see West Coast teams. And then, of course, it's too early for the for the West Coast uh, in terms of watching the earlier game. You're usually still at work or whatnot, but I'm sure they'll figure some of those things out and try to have it to where it's uh, easily accessible and and sort of see where that goes. But I think, you know, again, with athletes continuing to, to push into entertainment content production with stories they want to tell with uh, the hottest sort of property in, in entertainment right now being um, sports uh, documentaries, sports docuseries, I think it just provides a really good opportunity uh, for Apple to get into this because there's so many storylines that could come out of this. Uh, you can do an HBO sort of um, hard knocks type series, you know, just to give you some ideas. But uh, again, I think um, Apple now, because of this MLB purchase now seems like an even um, likelier outlet uh, for, uh, for production and distribution partners looking to distribute content, create content, what have you. Now, of course, uh, Apple could also stand a benefit from the massive increase in sports betting across the country. Uh, what if that means any integration in the platform or maybe just being the platform where games are watched. So it's, you know, people are watching these games. It's more eyeballs on it um, at the different sports books and then sort of see where that goes. Right. Uh, definitely could be some increase in viewership. There's no doubt. And of course it makes it easily more easily accessible. I think stream, what streaming does for baseball is it nationalizes the game. It does what baseball should have done. 40, 50, 60 years ago, which was take the NFL model, which was originally brought forth by uh, baseball executive Branch Rickey. Uh, it's talked about in the uh, book called it um, Bottom of the Ninth by a guy named, uh, author named Michael Shapiro. And it talks about the nationalization of the game and uh, bringing it to the entire, you know, to everybody versus making it a regional game, which was baseball, which baseball had become and has become. Uh, because of its uh, nature of the television contracts and individual team signing deals versus as a league. It obviously gives more power to the teams and it spreads wealth. Uh, but um, we'll sort of see. Uh, I think, you know, football is a popular game, obviously. But, um, you know, I, I think, you know, baseball is in, a, in an interesting spot because there's this sort of call to increase and sort of speed up the game. But, um, and I think Apple will, uh, I think Apple is really going to help them with that on the tech front, I think. And again, it's going to nationalize it because you don't have to have a cable subscription. You just log into the streamer and you're there. So we'll see what happens with betting. 
we'll see what happens um, with the different sports books and the increase of uh, sort of uh, integration and eyeballs there. If anything, there's been nothing that's been, you know, come about with Apple getting into betting on this particular front, but uh, it's there uh, in terms of uh, there's, uh, there's some potential there. And then, of course, uh, there could be some scaling back and market correction or normalization, if you will, for sports betting, um, considering some of the impropriety and um, that's gone on and sort of the ethics issues. But then also this idea of licensing for businesses, you know, as, as states pass, state legislatures pass sports betting laws post the sort of Murphy NCAA case, uh, essentially allowing sports betting once a state sets up a a sort of scheme, if you will, uh, a threshold for licenses. There's only limited licenses available for the most part. Um, but that being said, only half of the, I think about half of the United States, half of the states in the United States have passed uh, sort of sports betting legislation. So, and of course we still have California and, um, and we'll sort of see what that looks like. And, and I believe Texas as well. So uh, the two really bigger states and sort of how, how that might look. But again, I think Apple's deal with Major League Baseball, I think, does more than signal a bright future for um, the Cupertino, California-based company. I think the deal marks a shift in entertainment streamers getting into the market for very expensive sports rights. Uh, I think Amazon uh, was a first adopter as a standalone streamer, not tied to a network or a broadcast like you know, the NBC, Peacock, or Disney, ESPN. Uh, but now Apple kind of controlled, I mean, it's always controlled its own destiny, but but by dipping into the water here um, and paying $600 million for some for some uh, Friday night baseball games, I think it's really going to help the streamer. I think it's really going to help baseball to nationalize the game and bring it to more people. And I think it's going to be uh, one of a few different things that the commissioner of Major League Baseball and the leagues and the team, the league and the team are going to be looking for when it comes to expanding the game and getting more games on streaming, because that's where the future is. Uh, cable you know, subscriptions have gone down and continue to go down uh, as streaming continues to grow. And of course, the question is, is, you know, can you have both cable and streamers? Potentially, I think as long as you have streamers that, um, uh, streamers and cable packages that uh, want to work together, uh, and or can people continue to have cable packages for whatever content they want. But really live sports rights is the last sort of vestige of cable packages in terms of you can't get that other places. Once that changes, I think cable is going to have to look uh, to either adopt streaming packages and or um, look at different business models. But overall, this is a huge deal for Apple. This is a huge deal for Major League Baseball. And, uh, and I think it's just the beginning. I think Apple is really going to, uh, has really opened up uh, Pandora's box, if you will, to this and, um, and just, uh, just a lot of potential, uh, when it comes to, um, to sort of the deal-making abilities here of Apple and, and what that might look like, uh, for the streaming platform. So uh, thanks again, folks. I'm your host, Jeremy Evans. Uh, that's it for this week's show. This is episode 11 of season four. As always, appreciate listening in. The show has been brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you so much for making us the number one sports law podcast in the world. And we'll look forward to being back with you next week. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.